0: went To the gym for the first time yesterday, like a year and a half. How yeah, did that work out for you? Well, not great. I am terribly out of shape.
1: Remember that podcast thing? The, was that the Miano Cost or whatever podcast thingy starter that I sent out like years ago?
0: Oh, that
2: Kickstarter
1: thing? Yeah. Did it come in? It came, no, I mean, it came, it came in like, like eight months ago. <laughs> I've just never had a chance to open it.
2: Oh, so. my God.
1: So I was just like, let's see. Does this button work? Nope. I don't hear anything.
0: Wow. It did do anything.
1: <laughs> it doesn't do anything.
0: Well, we heard stuff.
1: Oh, you heard something? Yeah, we here? heard
2: things. I think it's just playing out of your mic, so you can't hear it.
1: Ah, well, you heard things now, so I have no idea what those buttons did, but it made noises.
2: Wow. All right, hold on. Gotta take off the sweater four? when got Yep.
1: What if I saw season instead of season four? Okay,
2: everybody ready? <laughs> yes ready i feel like i missed something while i was taking that sweater off
1: <laughs> don't <laughs> worry about time. it you don't miss anything
2: uh good mic check time's up let's do this I'm ready. I'm not ready. Welcome, dear listener, to the QQCast. Today's Thursday, June 3rd, 2021. We're your hosts on the pod, Zach Mayer and Raul Torres. Say hi, gentlemen. Hi, Hi, gentlemen. gentlemen. And this, dear listener, is the long-awaited final review of the final season of Castlevania, or Netflix Castlevania, season four. Gentlemen, I'm fucking pumped. I just want to talk about this goddamn season. So awesome. Oh, excited. So
1: excited
0: literally years in the making of yes. this podcast yes. episode oh really well it's 2017 was season yeah, one yeah dude An episode, like the one it's been three years
2: because it take like, we waited a year between each season there's four seasons
1: 2017
2: wow yeah, right. that's
1: like that's like four years isn't it, it was
0: yesterday
2: uh did it start at oh. the end of the year i think i don't remember okay. anyway Oh, so dear listener we're going to do our standard QQ oh. review format. We're not going to go episode by episode. We're just going to talk about the whole se- uh, the whole season as a whole. Uh, so we're going to start with uh blah, 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 hard for me to remember the stuff. We're going to start with our preconceptions and what surprised us. Then we're going to get into it with the good, the bad and wrap up with the verdict and predictions even though this series is over, there's another series coming. We'll see if we have any predictions. Spoilers, I don't have any predictions. Um <laughs> But yeah, hey, gentlemen, you're, you're so, telling uh, me that
1: your your extensive game knowledge doesn't leave you any indicator of what's going to happen next. No, no, because
2: we're we're totally going to talk about the ending and, and that little is teaser the right word because I don't know if that's the right word. So yeah, we're going to get there. Um, yeah. Also, dear listener, spoiler warning, spoiler, spoiler. We're going to spoil the shit out of this. I am not pulling any punches. I want to talk about this. So highly recommend you watch this show. Highly recommend you check it out. Uh, if you don't care about being spoiled, fine. But like, watch it. It's warning: spoilers. Whew. All right, gentlemen. Preconceptions. So we wrapped season three. We all really liked season three. What? Uh, what did you think about going into season four?
1: It was one of those weird things where just like, yeah, it seems like there are some like very obvious plot points to follow. Just like from like the stakes perspective of what's next, and it's like I guess they're gonna do what I think they're gonna do, but how oh, is that gonna be fun and interesting? So it's just like I knew like like, like the whole Dracula plotline like. There, was there any indicator that that was going to happen, or is it just, like, from the games that we all assumed that that was main plot point?
2: About I Dracula mean, being resurrected? Yeah. I mean, that is the main no? plot point of the games. He always comes back every X hundred years.
1: Yeah, so I, I think, like, that was kind of, like, something that I thought would happen, right? That was just, like, eh, like, there's, there's a lot of storylines that I guess they're going to continue, because they left a lot of loose ends at the end of Season 3. So, I'm, like, obviously they're going to pick up on those.
2: Sure.
0: Obviously. We knew we'd follow up with our characters. Yeah. Zach? Obviously. Obviously. Trying to change all my best Rickman. Um now I I felt like the end of season three would have been a, a fine place for them to stop. I was really glad that they announced season four, like right at the end of it, and they were like, Yeah, no, we're gonna do season four, it's gonna be the last season. I was like, Okay, cool, I guess. I mean, it feels like icing on top of what has already been a really meaty cake to this point. Um so Expectations or preconceptions for what season four is about. I mean, obviously, there's going to be some drag in there somehow. The fact that he, he comes back every so often in the games is kind of. It's not exact spoiler, but, you know, there were, like Ruli said, enough sort of lingering threads to follow the, uh, the Forge Masters, uh, uh, that whole vampire nation state thing that sort of came to to be a big season three towards the end especially um yeah sypha and uh uh what's his name elmont themselves going off and having their own special adventures so i don't know i guess i expected that trevor sypha and alucard would meet up sooner um, in, in the season, I acted them to, you know, kind of get the band back together and go after some, you know, big, bad, evil thing that's trying to bring back Dracula. And that, that might somehow bring all of our characters together. Uh, and the the Forge Masters and the Vampire Nation chicks. And just kind of have a big old, you know, fight off towards the end. Just climactical kind of thing. Uh, That was kind of, I guess, what I was expecting going into it. So wasn't exactly disappointed, but that's not really what happened either. So that was kind of fun.
2: Yeah, I, I wasn't sure exactly what to expect, right? Like each season has been thematically a little bit different. Like, the first was literally a, a teaser. The second was, you know, very broody with Dracula and focusing on that. The third was almost a, a mystery with uh, the different characters off doing different things uh, and, like, what's going on in the town and the church. And this was—this wound up being—getting uh, into, like, what surprises—this wound up being the action movie. So I didn't know what to expect. Yes, I knew we'd follow up with the characters, but would they cross over? Like, you were talking about Zach, Would there be some climactic battle? Didn't, didn't know what to think. Didn't know how that would go. So, um— transitioning into the surprises like i said this is this was the fucking action packed like this was the action movie of the of the fucking series oh my god i was just shocked and delighted if you cannot tell how basically every episode has a badass fight in it at, like at least uh, and they're the probably the best fights like i thought the best fight was at the end of season 3 and i mean this was like upping that on a regular basis i was just blown the fuck away by how much how much fighting and action um was in this season. It's oh, awesome. And just to touch really briefly on what surprised me, we, we'll get into the details later with the spoilers of uh, the twist of who the final villain is, but obviously like kind of, kind of assumed to be Dracula. They're trying to bring him back, and that's kind of kind of a red herring, which is kind of awesome, but we'll talk about that later. Um, so yeah, what surprised you guys?
1: Um, yeah, it just definitely felt like there was like the MacGuffin of resurrecting Dracula wasn't what I thought it was, a surprise. Um, I think the main two of the main storylines that i thought were going to go a certain direction didn't go that direction at all um i think one was satisfying and one was not i guess we'll talk about that a little bit later so so definitely surprised on the bows that were put on things um yeah i, th- I think that was kind of a surprise for me
0: i was surprised at how bifurcated the stories were like you kind of said it Roel there were two sort of packages in this season and they were wrapped differently. Um I don't know. I got a certain amount of satisfaction from all of the call them resolutions that we got like they did a pretty decent job of tying everything off um as far as final seasons go I think it was overall pretty satisfying for that at least but um <laughs> doom. <be-do-do-do. laughs> um I guess, yeah, I, I was surprised that it felt like, you know, we had all of these different threads coming out of Season 3, and I expected them to be woven together more completely than they were. Uh, they weren't, I'm not exactly disappointed by that, but it was a surprise. So, yeah, not, not woven, my... they, they meet up, but not woven,
2: I would agree with that. Mm-hmm. Well, cool, gentlemen, does that mean we're getting into the good?
1: Okay, you i know, got I a huge do, list. I can do. I can do one. surprise that was in the good. Yeah, good. Uh, freaking day armor. Um, oh God, yes. I don't. I like. I think I've seen it in other movies before. Where just like I'm a vampire, I'm gonna go put on a helmet. Other. Uh, but this was a very, very, different take on Empire, and I needed to go kick some butt in the sunshine. Um, I think <laughs> that 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 whole thing was surprising, and I think that was one of the funnest scenes, just because it's like. Um, it was unique enough to keep my attention, but also like chin was managed well enough that it wasn't over the top. Because I feel like like the, some of the things that in season three are apparent in this one a little bit for later. But uh, yeah, day armor. I think that was the one of the best scenes. Very cool.
2: That was totally on my list. I fucking loved that fight. And I was like, "Holy shit, you have got to be kidding me!" And then she just starts tearing it the fuck up. It was almost like, um, uh, singfried from uh Soul Caliber and Soul Edge. Like, just this huge armor, huge sword, slicing up fucking everybody. Um, yeah, really dug that fight.
0: I loved that fight. I loved the lead-up and the aftermath as well. Like, the fight was situation on an argument that these two were having, right, about what is this war that they're starting really going to cost them? Because they can win, no doubt. Like, they've got the the military and strategic sense to... Do what they are setting out to do, and the question is: Is it worth it? And she goes out in this badass fucking armor and slaughters a bunch of peasants <laughs> that have decided to attack this vampire camp in the day. They're not dumb; they're just poor and badly equipped and fighting for their homeland, and wins that fight handily, right? But then comes back and it's like, yeah, this isn't going to be worth it. These people are going to fight as every step of and we are going to spend so much of our time and energy just maintaining control and we can do it but it's going to suck and i liked that they punctuated that whole discussion with the just illustrated point of these are actual literal farmers coming to fight <laughs> you and this is going to keep happening everywhere all the time it's like, here's the taste of what your life is going to be. And they just kind of said, mm, we don't we don't want it. We don't want to do it.
2: Yeah, I did yes. like
0: t- tying the, like, you know, talking about
2: all the different characters and we're going to come back to them. I do feel like all of the characters got meaningful time. Like, it wasn't super woven with all the characters interacting with each other, but they all got time. And so, Striga and, what was the other girl's name? I have it written down. Uh, Marana, I think? I, that sounds wrong. But, um, like, we didn't spend a ton of time with them, but what time we did spend with them was interesting. And, Zach, you just described really well, like, they're talking about what it's going to take to maintain it. And then they have that major fight scene. Then they have that follow-up afterwards. Um, so, it wasn't a ton of time they spent with them, but it was very... It was time well spent. And I enjoyed
0: it. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, everybody kind of got their due. And even if their conclusion wasn't exactly what we might have wanted it to be, uh, everybody got to kind of say their piece in this season which I I think is good like I I don't feel like anybody was particularly left out and I'm I'm kind of hoping that somebody disagrees with me on that but I feel very satisfied with the I feel very satisfied with the story that was told for each of these characters with the the endings of the stories that for each of these characters
2: I'll disagree a little bit later but for the most part yes absolutely
1: I think I second that. It's 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 seventy percent of the way there, which is which is good enough for what I expected about an anime that has lots of blood and gore and breasts and stuff. A little bit more, <laughs> way more profound. And it's 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 very hard to figure out what curve I should be grading this series on because like there are certain things from like um, episode three that I just really really liked, and I'm like I didn't expect any of this from this series. So like that kind of like blindsided me and took me for a good surprise. Um, <laughs> But also, just like, it's easy, ridiculous anime, so.
2: Totally, okay. Um I'll keep going down my list here. So, uh, first of all, let me start off some very general stuff. Every moment Trevor and Sypho were on screen, I just, I love their dialogue, I love their dynamic, I love their designs, I love their animation. Every moment, every moment that Trevors and on scene, and like, some of the best lines are in the first episode with the, the from the trailer, you know, who would do that? Would you do that? Oh, I wish I could fucking, like, it was just, I, go, God, I just, I just loved, I loved it. Fucking loved it. Uh, so every minute those two were on screen, I was having a great time. Um, even just, like, Saifa lighting up, you know, that house for them to sleep in with, like, floating fireballs. Just, like, every little thing was just awesome. And I loved it. I, yeah.
1: I, I took good notes at the beginning of the series. Everything else kind of patterned off later on. But, like, one of my favorite little bits of dialogue between the two in the beginning was uh, or episode two where they're talking about spiders and uh Trevor was basically eight feet tall, isn't giant. The whole like, conversation while they're just fighting has had me Yeah,
0: Absolutely. Yeah, no, they're a ton of fun. And Saifa in particular, I think, is my favorite. She's so overpowered. But watching her in the action sequences, especially, was really, really fun. I mean, she's just so OP. <laughs>
2: so i actually i want to dig into that because i totally agree but one of the things i had on here about that is um so sypha is sypha is definitely op but you see them it, it is amazing how well the animation of the fight choreography is done that you see them getting exhausted and one of the things that i really really liked is that multiple times throughout the season they show that one of trevor and Cypher's and i say show as in literally show not tell they show that Trevor and Cypher's biggest advantage is that they have each other's backs. And so they're both getting exhausted during fights and saving each other and motivated to get up and make that extra run and extra punch or extra fireball to save each other. And so they continuously show that throughout the entire season. Obviously, the final fight where all three are fighting together and like they have a chain reaction of saving each other's asses that kills all the bad guys is awesome. But even earlier on. During the fight montages in the first episode, during the barn fight where the uh, the two soldiers from the city die, but Trevor and Saifa keep saving each other because they're uh, so uh, trying to help each other out. So I just I love that they showed the teamwork and the physical exhaustion of these characters, and they did it through fucking animation. It was it was glorious.
0: Yeah, yeah, no. uh, I mean we've we've talked about the the fight choreography in general for this whole series and it's been really very good all the way through. I don't know if it's fair to say that it's gotten better season to season. I think they set a really high bar to begin with in that first four episode chunk uh and they've been able to maintain that throughout, which is a feat in it itself. So, many kudos for that.
2: I would agree with you up until Season 4, at which point I think Season 4 takes the cake. I just, the, both in quantity and quality. Fuck, that's how much I fucking loved Season four's action, dude. I'm just <laughs> going to sit here and ramble how much I loved it. It was super consistent until 4, where it ramps up in quality and quantity. That doesn't take away from anything that came before it. It makes Season 4 fucking badass.
1: Well, and I think the interesting part to that is just more of like a trajectory of each of the characters more experienced, like they basically had three seasons to level up to where they're at. Right? It's just like, like, what one, one of the cool things was that little like a rainwater rave rain disc uh, in in the first episode. I'm like, that is a really cool thing. Just you know, just make a buzz out of water. That's really cool. Just like you know, like the uh, crazy cross weapons and basically all the weapons that Trevor finds here. Right? They're all like leveled up to the max. Right? So I think that's kind of like part of the reason why they're. I guess, you know, a little bit more better. It's, it's a big difference from, you know, measly be whip that he had in the beginning, right? So um, they're both, you know, skill sets and equipment has leveled up a lot. So I think that's, that's been part of it. Like, they can do more gimmicks and more ridiculous stuff.
2: I love the cross. I'm assuming that was a reference to the, this, the cross from, from uh, Castlevania three. although it might be a different reference to something deeper in the, the series. I'm not sure. But, uh, oh my God, I love that weapon.
0: Yeah, that was a lot of fun. And I loved when he was explaining it. He's like, yeah, some dude from India made this. Sif <laughs> so like, they they have a lot of crosses in India. And he's like, well, turns out it, it, vampires are just effects predators, and if you put any geometric shape in front of their face, it confuses the shit out of their brains. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, You're so oh, great. Okay, sure, yeah. Why not? Yeah, vampires are weird. <laughs> well, Got it. I
2: love how they show that Sif is wise in many ways, but uh, they point out like Trevor's like, dude, I just I studied a ton in the Belmont Library. I just I know this shit. I might be dumb. Be a dumb motherfucker, but I know this shit. <laughs> it's all going back to me. Oh, so good. Yep. All right, I'm uh, gonna keep going down my list here. Um, uh, again, I'm just gonna keep talking about fights for a while. Um, so the Alucard fights were cool, but not quite as cool as Trevor and for the most part. However, oh my god, when he changes forms, which he used all the Symphony of the Night forms, the mm-hmm. uh, the wolf, the bats. Oh man, every time that happened, I was just so into it. it's the the little things man it's the little things
0: yes absolutely when he's escorting that caravan and fighting off the the night critters uh and at one point he's just like you all just stand back (laughs) you know let me let me just let me just do this and then just goes ham on that acid worm thing ah so good
2: yep uh okay, so switching gears from our our main characters to some of the other characters fighting because again I just can't rave enough about the fight scenes. Oh my god, the Carmilla Isaac fight was um fucking bomb, dude. Oh my god, uh, whew. so freaking um the way he is continuously well the way I again mean, the, the whole night creature fight leading up to the battle. Um. But then the battle with him and Carmilla, where he is using night creatures to throw himself around the battlefield and to absorb blows, like, he's basically using them as effectively human shields against Carmilla. I just, I freaking loved the choreography of that fight so goddamn much.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And it really showed, like, Carmilla hadn't really done a ton of fighting up to that point. A little bit. And you sort of got the sense that she was, you know, a powerful vampire. She's the leader of this this group in the first place probably for a reason but that fight really showed why she was a badass all the way up until the end
2: just a a, a tank just like yeah brute no, force power
0: she was, was nuts and the only reason that i think uh what's his name help me isaac. out forge master isaac thank you the only reason that I think Isaac was able to take her out was... Yeah, he had a shit ton of night creatures. But also the the escape tunnel that uh, the other forge Master Hector. had laid. Yep. Hector. Uh, that kind of trapped her in that arena. Yeah. Now, if she had full range to move around, she was so fast. And they showed that in the way that she started to take on... At the beginning of the fight, especially... Like, if she had been able to really maneuver, it could have been a very different fight, but they hemmed her in and sort of leveled that field in a neat way. Um, And then the fight itself was just a slugfest. It was nuts. It was awesome. I I liked that the entire floor of that (laughs) that room that they were in was just, like... Blood? From the night creatures? Yeah, like ankle-deep in night creature blood. Uh, By the end of it, just... Man, so good.
2: Ruli, you want to add?
1: Um, no, I mean, I think you guys caught it. O- honestly, I I remember that one the least. I uh, just I just remember the the ankle to blood thing, and then the it's. I think that's one of the few fights where, um, sometimes the human to vampire matchup just doesn't compute in my brain, and it just kind of seems a little mismatched i'm like okay yeah sure he's he's gonna block her things with his little tiny dagger like I, definitely the night creature stuff like that that made sense but i think like some of the mechanics of that fight i'm like really
2: yeah i'm really? getting a lot of leeway because again he's using the night creatures to his advantage they are they are fodder to block for him to throw him around the room um he's blocking with the magic knife but then again emphasis on the word magic knife um, yeah. so I'm, I'm with you but again the, the fact that he's using the night creatures to do it is what makes it so much fun to me
0: yeah, and when he's walking up the steps to that room, and you see the blood coming down the steps while he's walking up, it's <laughs> oh, just god, yeah. such a, such a good like intro to that whole fight. Agreed. Uh, oh, good uh, times. So, um, oh, go ahead, go ahead. No, nah, I, I didn't really have anything else. To go for it.
2: So continuing down my list, then um, I liked Hector and Isaac in this season. I'll I'll get into a little bit of nitpicking uh, later on in the bad. But um, Hector's, you know, Zach, you already referenced it, Hector subtly plotting while he's, you know, imprisoned in the vampire castle. Like, you know, making, exchanging favors with you know, blackmailing uh, some of the vampires <laughs> and hiding little trinkets and using um, ingots from the ruined irons to build other things. Uh, I like the subtlety of it. It's good. Uh, again, I, have a, I have a few nitpicks I'll get into later, but I enjoyed it. And um, I, I like the conclusion of Hector and Isaac that they both kind of, kind of agree, like, they were manipulated and they don't need to, you know, Isaac doesn't need to continue Dracula's uh, crusade to kill everything. That they were both tools, but now even tools can be used for other purposes. And I think that was narrated pretty well with the, the talking night creature. Both times they've had him appear in seasons three and four. I, I really enjoyed the scene. So um, overall, really liked Hector and Isaac and their character journeys and their conclusions. Again, I'll get into a few nitpicks later, but I, I overall I really liked it.
1: Yeah, I, I second that. That was one of the other things that I wrote. Like that that conversation where it was just you know the uh you believe you're tools of destruction only because it's how you're kind of always been used. Um, I really liked that perspective. That was very interesting. But it also kind of felt a little bit a little bit of spoon feeding the plot and kind of the trajectory of the story, but also kind of like like I I like concepts of it. I think how they got there was a little too quick and tight for. I guess the show itself, like yes, I I, I get what they have there. But like I like I love everything about it, but I just like that last little fight too. I'm like, really, he's going after her? Like, why? Like it's just the motivations there just didn't really out for me, which is I think probably why I just couldn't get into that fight as much. I'm like, it's cool, but like, eh, whatever.
2: Um, um, I mean, my understanding is just that he decided she was bad for the world, like the way that Dracula was bad for the world, or she was bad for the world. He was like, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna clean up the loose ends here, and then I'm gonna just fuck off. Um, so again, overall, I liked it. I. I I, I agree with the nitpicks you're getting into, but again, I'm going to get into those in the bad. I, I, oh, yeah. I do actually agree with you, though. Uh, cool. I really it on. Like... Um...
0: What's that? I really liked Lenore in this season more than I thought I would. Mm-hmm. Lenore and St. Germain. I thought they really came through a bit more in the season than they had in, well, season three, really. But um, they were especially compelling in season four. And so credit where it's due, i liked their arcs
2: oh i i slightly disagree i liked saint germain um and again i'll get into that a moment uh, when we talk about the the ending um lenore it's not that i didn't like her it's again we'll and i'll get into this in the, the bad but like her turn of character compared to how devious she was in season three seemed a little quick not that i didn't like her not that it was bad but i'm gonna nitpick about that later
0: i thought it was compelling Personally. And yeah. yeah, I guess we can talk about it in a minute, but I would defend her. And for that particularly.
2: Well, I'm looking forward to that debate, sir. Alright, cool. Uh moving on. Um I liked the uh I, I don't know if I'm pronouncing his name right, Ratko uh the Ratko versus uh Trevor fight. Um the the one of the bad vampires. Um I just kinda again, I liked his dialogue with uh with Varney. I liked the brute fight that he has with uh with Trevor. And I liked it in the end, he shows up with fucking vampire wings because not many people have Mm -hmm. wings. Um, I don't know. It was simple, but I enjoyed it. So I don't know. Again, just calling out that I liked it. It's one of the minor ones, but you
1: know. I I think like all the character design, the vampires, the monsters, everything is just so unique and different and fresh. That still kind of like is a callback to like all the vampire lore and everything that it's just like it's. it's...
2: Yeah, which I, I had complained in season two. I thought some of the designs had like, Ramps down or getting more generic vampires and like this definitely fixed that for me
1: yeah and, I, I'm, and i'm wondering too if it's just like one of those things where it's nice whenever you kind of let the audience know that this is going to be the final season ahead of time because i think that kind of also like now that you have a clear concrete ending your creative juices can go a little bit more crazy because like hey you're like well i'm not going to be able to use this idea that i had for season five yeah because there is no season five so let's just throw everything out there. Agreed. And I, I definitely felt that the entire season.
2: Uh, no, I totally, totally agree. They threw everything against the wall to see what would stick. Um, it was a little dense because of that, but again, I'll get into that in the bad where I'm just going to nitpick at best, because again, I, I <laughs> love that they used all these ideas. Um, so that's, my list is now down to the the ending and the twists of the ending. So is there anything else you guys want to talk about before we get to the uh, the, the final confrontations? I'm good. All yeah. right. So the whole Dracula Resurrection thing, um, it happens, but then it's almost like a red herring. Like, big, big spoiler, dear listener. Uh, the twist is Death is the the main villain, and Death has been hiding out as Varney this whole time. Um, so yeah, they resurrect Dracula as a pawn, as like a tool uh, in, in the like hermaphrodite body. Um, and then Trevor basically instantly doesn't kill him, but fucks him up and throws him into the Infinite Corridor, where you get... Um, Kind of, sort of, the redemption of Saint Germain uh, with the great line of, Trevor, make yourself useful. Um, <laughs> so I I liked I liked that twist. I loved that the final boss, final boss, right, using video game terms, the final boss is death. And I loved the twist that, like, this whole thing was about resurrecting Dracula, but not really. Even Dracula was a pawn. So, like, everyone's a pawn, effectively. Um, and we don't dwell on it. It just kind of happens. And then we have the final fight with death. So I... I loved that it was a twist. I loved that that's the real villain. I loved the fight. Um, I loved the simple payoff with the knife and the gem, which again, a little rushed, really, as you were pointing out. But all the payoffs are there. The twist is there. Um, subverts your expectations a little bit. Uh, just really enjoyed it, as opposed to just Dracula's back. We're gonna fight him again, like we did in season two. Like I, I just liked the twists. I liked it, and the fights were fucking fantastic.
0: Yeah. Uh, what was it? treffer is a a terrible name (laughs) i forgot what he said uh i kind of like that he fought death and ended up winning with that dagger gym thing because they showed it and you were sort of like why does he care about this gym what's up with this dagger thing and he like i think he put it together at one point was like whoa that's cool and then just kind of pocket like yeah it's 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 not a Because they never were really focused on finding it. He just happened to come across it and they kind of showed you that it was neat. It was more a Chekhov's gun, I guess. Well, and they they put lines of dialogue in to explain,
2: like, oh, these people are just wearing valuable trinkets from like one of the, the best um, reliquaries in the in the world. Uh so mm-hmm. they, they keep making consistent reference to it. So they show you the dagger, they show you the gem. They show you, uh, just the way, the same way they show you Isaac planting the little, the little, uh, whatever those gems were around the castle. So they keep showing you these things. Um, is it, again, is it a little bit rushed? Sure. But they keep making references consistently to it, and it does come back to pay off. Yeah, it is, it is kind of a Chekhov's gun.
0: Yeah. It's just, you don't really know what kind of gun it is until the very end when he uses yeah. it. And then he has to explain it. Um there really wasn't any context like okay recognize this thing Uh, I've seen this before and now he's using it to kill death somehow that's fucking cool but what Uh, it's like yeah now this was this was an ancient relic it turns out and (laughs) suicide packed with a god yeah but again he he knows
2: what they are they explain that about how he knows what the cross weapon was he's like no I've studied these things I knew what they were so again little Payoffs, simple, but payoffs. Mm-hmm. 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 Oh, okay. Well, gentlemen, that was my, my, uh, my good list. Again, I could sit here and just tell you every single fight scene is worth rewatching. Oh my god, it's so much goddamn fun. But um, that I would just tell you to go watch the show. Freaking loved it, and uh, now I've got my my bad list. If you're ready to transition, any other any other
0: good before we transition?
1: Oh no, I'm re- I'm sorry to transition already.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> We should so, start talking about the
1: bad. So, so I want to segue based off of what you said because honestly, like I hated the deaf thing because like there, 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 there are there are plot twists that are fun because like it's like this. It's the sixth sense thing, right? It's just like you rewatch the movie and you see there's a whole bunch of clues there to tell you what the ending is. For this one, it's just like surprise, like just out of nowhere, right? And that, that's fine for this is the sake of being surprised, but it's it's not clever and I don't know what level of cleverness I should expect from a show like this but also just like it's like okay that's fine it's it's death whatever because like you needed a big bad that was bigger and better than Dracula so that makes sense but like I don't think like you you could rewatch this series and like see any clues or indicators of like that's gonna happen and to me that's a little lame not not as cool yeah
0: no 100% agree like I wish that there were more hints that Varney was more than what he was. Um, just, like, even even hints that he was slightly more competent than he seemed when he was interacting with his lackeys or minions or any basically anybody else. Um, that, really that is fair. That.
2: I'll agree with that. There weren't a lot of hints about Varney. I, I agree with that.
0: Like, you didn't like Varney. He wasn't a likable character. And that's probably fine. Yeah, just some bone, right? Because right. He turned into death, and I was surprised, but I didn't feel like I had a chance to have that aha moment, like, oh, that's why, and have that really satisfying surprise. It was just like a jump scare, which feels a little cheap in the end. Again, you guys aren't wrong. They don't hint. I don't think they hint, hint all the other
2: stuff. They don't hint Dent that much. They don't hint Barney that much. I guess I was fine with it just because, again, I'm a Castlevania fan. I'm like, ooh, death, this is great. <laughs> I, I, do you feel like it took away from anything, though? Because, like again, like the way I was saying, okay, we didn't just fight Dracula again. I, I like the subversion. I like the other boss fight. Do you feel like it took away from anything? Well,
0: it didn't really feel like subversion. It just felt like a complete redirection. Well, I guess. Um, like there, there weren't a ton of expectations up to that point, except well, we're trying to prevent Dracula from... From resurrecting, right, and turns out the best chance that we've got is Saint Germain being a sneaky little bitch and getting <laughs> his uh, what, what what was it called again? The res or, ray, or had an R. Oh. Uh, making the uh, the divine being out of the two souls of Dracula and his uh, yeah. uh,
1: even his that kind of felt kind of lame too. It just like out of all the stuff they do in the show, like they're like the the ultimate pinnacle of. Uh, what's it called? Alchemy it's two souls in one body. And I'm like, really? Like, you've got this whole show where you've got, like, all these other, like, crazy magical things. And, like, that's the pinnacle? Like, okay, sure. I'll, I'll go with it just for the sake of the story and getting him to do things. But whatever.
0: Yeah, I, I kind of take it on, like, it's a little bit of suspension, but not a ton. Because they don't really try to explain a ton of what's going on in the world. They just kind of show you that this is the way things work. And you just, I, you accept it and roll with it or not. The whole thing with the Forge Masters and the Night Creatures makes exactly zero sense. Mm-hmm. And they don't do a ton to really give you a, t- a lot of backstory. I mean, a little bit when Isaac's kind of talking about his own stuff and interacting with his creatures, but that's all after the fact, right? It's just, oh hey, Dracula's making an army, and oh hey, this dude has a magic knife that makes dead things show up, <laughs> demons come out of it. I guess. Uh, sure, why not?
2: Yeah, I get I this is all Castlevania lore, so yeah. and they didn't. I don't know. I just, I just was fine with it.
0: Yeah, like I, I don't fault that so much. Um, but then, gosh, just death showing up. <laughs> he, it's it's not so much that my expectations were subverted as they were completely thrown away and redirected. And, oh, hey, I guess we're fighting death now. I just can't help but feel like this is the difference between, again, me being the
2: Castlevania fan and you guys not knowing the games as well. Which, but, I'm not saying that makes it better or worse, but I just wonder if that's the difference why I'm totally cool with it.
1: But, but I will say, one of the things that, like, really just boggled me at the end of it, it's just, like, it's, it's this weird, like, counterintuitive thing that even, even like, I feel like it was detrimental to, like, the final fight. Um there was like a specific line of like hey I'm death I feed on the souls of dead people but I can't do things to make people die so I'm going to like have Dracula kill everyone to mm-hmm. not be hungry but it's just it's like like the the little things that just bug me that I'm like wait like you're you're death but you can't kill people or you can't intervene but like you're fighting with people right now so like
2: that's, that's pretty just... typical godfare for fantasy role playing games really
1: no, 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 I mean, I, mean yeah. I get it. But then to see him try to kill Trevor three seconds later and be like, I'm going to kill you and eat your soul. I'm like, you just said you can't do that. Like, what do you mean? Like, Touché. I'm so confused. <laughs> like, like it's, well, either, it's either you can satisfy your own hunger or you can't. and you need a I thought of that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I was thinking about that, too. And honestly, it's my personal headcanon. And it's not like I got any of this out of the show. It wasn't in there. Um, I took it as, you know, he gets sustenance from the dead souls that are naturally dead <laughs> or supernaturally dead. However you want to term vampire killings. <laughs> um, but it doesn't mean that he can't kill and consume. It just means that he doesn't get any nourishment from those.
2: Ooh, I like Zach's explanation.
1: <laughs> <laughs> sure. Your it's head like, headcanon is correct. Cause it is your head
0: <laughs> I, I, uh, that's. I, I justify it that way, and I don't think it's a huge stretch personally. But it's how I overlook stuff like that. Yeah. It's like I can, I, mean, I can I mean, sort of it's... write my way around that in the framework that's been presented.
1: And and it's fine, but I, I think like like that's that's the little thing that that, that bugs me about it. It's just like, hey, you've got this new new villain. You're they're trying to canvas the villain's motivation in it to kill so many people that he never gets hungry again. But like, how 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 hungry is him? like, death, and also, like, if he kills everyone, then there's no one left to eat anymore. Like, it's just, like, like I know they're trying to make it seem, yeah. like, very simplistic, but also just, like, the simplicity of it also just kind of, like, this. none of this makes sense, and it's just, like, I'm gonna stay here for people stabbing people in the face, and I know I use that term all the time. It's an anthropomorphic
2: so death, and you're I'm bitching so about happy. the rules. <laughs>
1: I'm so happy that, that, that Trevor literally stabs him in the face. That made my day. Right. Um, but, yeah, it's just the little things, right? Because it's just, like, it's, it's, like, there's, like, ebbs and flows were like, the story kind of makes sense. It's really cool. There's like some cleverness to it. And then all of a sudden they just like, whatever, I'm going to kill all you be done with it. So it, it, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's nuancy. I still enjoyed it. I don't think it takes away from the show at all, but it's just rise and fails.
0: Yeah. Now death felt more shoehorned in than he really should have. There were opportunities to make that not feel so rushed at the end. Uh, that just weren't taken or didn't materialize, or maybe I just wasn't smart enough to see while viewing. And I don't think that's my own fault. That should have been more clear. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm going to segue. Uh, I'm going to segue off your
2: use of the word uh, rushed there, because I felt like this season, season four, I'm gonna I wanted. I thought. I gave this a lot of thought, and I wanted to use the word dense. I felt like it was a very densely packed season. Uh, I didn't want to use the word compressed or rushed because I didn't feel like it was. It just didn't take its time to breathe the way that seasons two or three did. And I couldn't tell if that was a production thing where, like we were talking about earlier, they knew it was the final season. They're going to take everything and throw it against the wall to see what sticks. And so ultimately, when reflecting on that, I was totally cool with it because I feel like it's better to have this, where you have this densely packed, tons of action, tons of resolution, tons of character season, than something that drags out or something that's just, you know, Outstays its welcome. So while it could have been stronger, and again, I'm using the word it's densely packed, I didn't feel like anything took away in, in, again, being overly rushed or being um, compressed. And so ultimately I liked it, even though I I think there's a legit criticism to say it could have been better with more time to breathe, a few more episodes. Uh, Whether you're talking about, again, how much time you spend revealing uh, Isaac, not Isaac, um, Hector planting things for the tunnel or whether or not we're revealing uh you know varney as death or whether or not we're revealing where the dagger came from or the gem came from it's all a little compressed but i was ultimately fine with it because again i was just happy to have all this stuff happening and i was never bored and it was always engaging what what do you guys think
1: i think you're i agree with you for the most part, but it's it's comparing to the show to itself because i I don't want to compare it to other shows right yep the density of the final episode of season three, I hated because I'm like I couldn't enjoy it because it's just like it's you have three separate storylines going on at the same time, and the fights going on at the same time, like that. That was dense. It felt a little bit more calculated, a little bit more stretched out. Like definitely dense compared to season three. Mm-hmm. It didn't seem like it committed that that problem as much.
0: Yeah, fair enough. Well, it didn't introduce. Many new characters at all this season, which I think is to its benefit. Like we already had enough people to tell a good story with. Yeah, ba- and,
2: basically just Alucard's caravan,
0: right? And the the density that I think you're talking about, I think dense is a good word uh relative to others, really comes from the fact they didn't have to do a bunch of reintroductions or new introductions or you know explanation of motivations. Um, Varney was new. I think in this season, yeah, maybe Var- he was... Varney and the
2: other guy were new. Yeah, the caravan was new, and technically they're going back to the same city, but the royal family being under it is new.
0: Right, right. but they didn't have to spend a whole time, a whole bunch of time explaining their motivation. Those were really easy to interpret from their situation and how they uh, intersected with the main characters. Right, all of that you scrape that out and you're left with just telling the story of our core group and how they're going to resolve their, their particular arcs. Um, do want to back up one second? Because I realized that maybe I was being only a little bit unfair, not totally about death coming out of actual nowhere and just <laughs> kind of showing up in the last episode. They did hint death being a thing in this season uh, from it might have been the very first episode, uh, or maybe episode two. They they encounter the uh the cultists that are sacrificing children and they've got the big death sculpture. Oh yeah. Right yeah, there. Oh yeah. yeah. And that showed up more than once. I think it really only showed up twice, but you know, it was there, but I still stand by there were opportunities not taken to make that less ambiguous, I guess.
2: No, I'm taking this as a win. They had a death statue. Thank you, Zach. Thank you for making my <laughs> point. <laughs> well, cool. Um, I now have uh, kind of two more things to go over. I have a list of nitpicks, and then I have probably the only thing that I would actually truly put in the bad category for the whole season. Um, everything else is just nitpicks, or it eh, could have been better. So, um, if, you may, if you will indulge me on my, my nitpick list. <clears throat>
1: do, do one, and then I'll do one.
2: Okay, deal. So, um, Zamfir, the uh, the guard for uh, the city of Willikia yeah, or whoever, like that, she takes them under to the, to the underground court. Uh, her twist just wasn't as good as the twist in season three with you know, the children, and the priests. Like, it was just like, oh, the royals are dead. Okay, it wasn't a great twist. Nitpick,
0: of course, I'm insane. Who wouldn't be? Yeah, that was a funny <laughs> line, but I'm sane enough to know it. That was funny,
2: really? Nitpick, yeah.
1: Okay, so this this might open up the kind of words about the ending and where we're going, but like, i so talk about season
2: two, or episode ten.
1: There are so many like tracking things, and like the fact that Dracula could be tracked through multiple, multiple dimensions into hell. Um, the fact that he's on Earth and they think that no one's gonna notice <laughs> just because he changes his name to Vlad. I was like, literally, like, like the the first they're like, hey, we have this rock, and this rock made this magical 3D like like image of everything underground tunnels and all this other stuff. It just like they have magic. Like no one like like had that like I sense an imbalance in the first type thing or anything. That just so it that, that ending was just so weird. I'm like, I'll go with it, sure, but like someone I don't know.
2: Eh, that ending was weird and I'm gonna get to that in my final point. So I agree with you. Okay. Uh next nitpick. Uh the magic mirrors are basically telephones.
1: <laughs> That's fine yeah
2: hey, it's no, we're, hey, whatever it's fine.
0: We're you, fine you know what this this came out of the the zoom year so it <laughs> so honestly it's just humanized the whole story <laughs> and made it personal there you go um i, I have
1: one more talk that i thought go ahead down. go ahead um i i wasn't in love with the final fight like the final fight had the same vibes of the other final fight where just like
2: gotta disagree with you
1: <laughs> three, it wasn't the best fight the season but i liked it three different like hardcore bosses all of a sudden that they can't handle that specifically just got paired up with the one that was gonna have the hardest time and it just like it's i mean it it was fine but i definitely kind of started feeling that like music video shock of like they're fighting wait no who's fighting who it is just like the uh placement and like the the cool satisfying ending of like they're all helping each other out kind of felt like less fun just because I couldn't even track where everyone was at the same time, so it just like it, it felt more like, you know, like what more of those like Deus Ex Machina fights were just like it just they're gonna win. Oh I, I definitely when, when, when disagree. When I loved them. Helping each other out was like the track. payoff that
2: made it for me. Loved it. Loved it. You're allowed to not like it, it and be wrong, I but I loved it. it. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: I, I just had I had just flashbacks to the end of season three. I was like, oh stop it, just focus. focus oh, I just and... love those fights so much. <laughs>
2: Okay, I'll, I'll try to burn through my other nitpicks. Um, Alucard's redemption was a little bit rushed, a little little quick. It's just like, oh, these people are nice, and I guess this chick's hot. Um, whatever. Nice redemption. Uh, the two but parties never actually... He was, he was actually...
1: lonely. He was lonely the entire time, and I so, think they... I
2: do love they have the one shot was, where they cut to the two dolls.
1: Yeah, that that was the whole point of so season three, me. and he was trying to... He, like, his arc of season three was trying to be trustworthy in that failing, like... I think that like it's quick but i feel like at least it's kind of like builds up upon the trying to trust people and kind of get back into the world type thing see there you go
0: i've been alone for a long time well you did put bodies on bikes in front of your castle
2: there <laughs> yep great line oh great line <laughs> Uh, The two parties never meet each other. We talked earlier about, you know, there's not a lot of weaving between the storylines. Again, I'm not complaining. All the resolutions were fine. But truly, we did have two completely parallel storylines that don't weave in any way, shape, or form. So, eh, it's all right. Um, Again, everything was great. It just would have been fun to have more time to see some stuff weave. Um, Zach, I hadn't heard that Lenore's turn seemed a little bit rushed. Like, she was so much more devious in Season 3 than... Season four, she's just kind of instantly like, oh, I guess I'm useless now. And again, I liked all the time that we spent talking with her and Hector. I'm not complaining. It just, again, I'm nitpicking. Like, eh, I would have liked to see the devious side of her fade a little bit. I feel like it was already faded by the time we met up with them in season four.
0: No, you're absolutely right. And no disputing that. But I think that's kind of the point. She was absolutely a one-hit wonder. And seeing that play out, it's like, oh, you had your badass season three moments where you're, you know, all schemy and you got the, the little loop on Hector uh, to control him and all that. And you gained his trust uh, because you're such a an evil, devious schemer. And then it's like, OK, well, I did my devious schemes and they all worked out. And what fucking now? <laughs> yep. And they showed her being useless after that. And I like that about it because it's like, oh. I, I guess everything worked I got what I wanted and now what she was the now what question and the resolution to that was she threw herself in the sunlight and was like that's it which I did her entire means. art was that it <laughs> and that was so good it was so complete for her which is fair yeah but uh, the, funny the last... about it
1: though was Go just ahead. like the whole like like trying to be like well I I we live multiple lifetimes and blah 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 and we like stability like even like from a human philosophy thing which I think would apply to vampires is like what is the only constant is change right so just like. If you look, I don't like change. Like, like whatever. It, is, it just seems so weird. Like, I like, from, like, the,
0: that I like about right. the
2: nature of vampires and immortals, though. So
0: right, but this is these are apex predators that get confused when you put geometric shapes in front of <laughs> their face. So, uh, you last... know, maybe philosophy is a little different.
2: <laughs> last nitpick is just that um, it was a little anticlimactic where Hector just cuts off the magic ring. Now, I, I think he was able to do that because he was using um a magic Isaac's magic dagger, but. yeah. It was a little anticlimactic. Again, it's not a complaint as such. It's fine. Um, but yeah. Okay. Okay. Sorry. This, this is a long podcast. I fucking love talking about this series. Um, last thing, and this is, again, this is literally... Uh, everything I've said up until now has been me nitpicking, saying maybe they could have done more, but I still enjoyed the ride. I loved everything. It was awesome. Here's the truth, though. I'm going to give this season... We're going to give the QQ Review one we're going to give the season a solid 9 out of 10 because there's one episode... So I was just like, yeah, we didn't need it. You, just, you didn't need this episode. And that's the last episode, man. Everyone gets a happy ending. I'm like, you know, we didn't we didn't need everyone to get a happy ending. I would have been finally not having episode ten.
1: I, I liked that a lot. It was we nice. To have everyone happy.
2: That's why this podcast is fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Honest, Trevor, Trevor like... could have been dead and I'd have been happy. Uh Alucard may or may not have made a town. Don't care. Um and, Why is Dracula alive and living in an inn like fucking Frodo Baggins? I don't know.
1: <laughs> it, it might be a reflection of we all survived twenty twenty. I think they deserve the happy ending, especially oh. af- after af- after season three and then the beginning of like episode one. Right? Like, like season three was a loss, right? Like into that town. Yes, they certainly. tried to help out. Kids died everywhere. It was horrible, right? Like it's it's you know, and that whole like now you're in my life, which is just like perpetual pain and misery, right? Like that that sucks, right? You want your the heroes at least to have stability and like you know goodness going on for a little while, right? You
2: know, so you guys would make me feel I, better all the time. You guys, make me, you guys make me like this season more. Yeah. And I already loved it.
1: I, I think I think they earned it. I think it was fine. I think the Deus Ex Machina with like, oh yeah, the magic sword that has a magic contract to kill both people with it didn't work all of a sudden now because <laughs> Dude Bro made a magic portal for me. I survived two weeks myself, whatever. I mean, it's, I, I'll, I'll go with that. I'll roll with it. It, it. Everything get there was silly, but I think the, the end game of, like, yeah, they're they're going to start building this town and, you know, start, you know, building stuff, right? Because like, I really like that theme, right? Like that they they try to push that like a lot with uh, whatever the other town was in shambles. And then the, what are the other things that they mentioned? Like, you know, we do our best when we, you know, talk and think it over rather than react, right? It's just like, I felt like that was like a big arc of like, reactionary versus like kind of having a little bit more agency and control right so i think that was a quid to just cap it off
0: Mm
2: yep god you make me like this even more Fucking love talking with you guys
0: (laughs) yeah as far as capstone episodes go like i don't begrudge it at all i knew this was the final season so did the writers and getting that closure on basically everything um i i i guess I would almost put that down as an expectation. I expected closure at the end of the season and I got it. So I'm I'm happy with that.
1: Which which I think in, in like the world of constant Netflix cancellations and even like cancellations before the
0: cancellation
2: yeah.
1: Yeah. is actually official with like that Jupiter rising show or whatever. Like I, I am glad that it's not just like one of those like, oh, like these people aren't happy, whatever, blah, 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 blah. Cause like, I feel like at least the happy ending is a little bit more memorable, especially with like, the constant grimdark, you know, like, are they really happy? Is it a good ending or not type things? It's just like, it's, it's, it's nice to just have it be a simple closure. You guys made me feel better about
2: this. All right, cool. Well, let's uh, let's go out and high, and let's go into the QQ review. Dear listener, the QQ review score is simple. Two Qs means we didn't like it. We're going to QQ about it. One Q means, eh, it's, it's, it's fine. You might forget about it about tomorrow. And zero Qs is look, nothing is perfect, but we really enjoyed this. And we think you will too. Gentlemen, no shit. You already know my review for this what's your QQ review score?
0: Yeah. Uh yeah, now I'm going to go with 0. This was an excellent season and it was an excellent ending to a real great series. So the whole thing, 0 cues. Like it's it's worth your time. Uh it's satisfying for most of the right reasons, some of the wrong ones, and even those not mm-hmm. so bad. Um Everything we talked about in the good and even most of the stuff we talked about and the was still pretty good. So yeah. <laughs> solid solid zero.
1: Yeah, really? uh, so, solid zero as well. Yes. Um, I think it's one of those things where there's just so much being thrown at the screen and so many things going on that there's gonna probably be something that sticks out that you're like like I said, like the the silly rain razor thing. Like I don't know why that was just such a cool move to play. Like I don't I it's mean, <laughs> that little little scenes like that and there's just just so many things between like all the monsters like the i I really liked the castle siege part like the castle siege all the way up until like the other part which is a little bit like everything was really cool about that so um there's there's probably going to be something you like for the action um if you liked any of the characters it seems like everyone gets some some resolution you may like it or not but everything gets a bow on it so it's it's good
2: oh fuck yeah zero cues i would even go so like zero cues for the season zero cues for the series i would even go back and if I remember correctly, I think I'm the only one to give a Q rating to something. I think I gave season two a single Q, and I would retroactively remove that. I just, it it was a wonderful show. Like you just said, really, uh, everything, it, no matter which character you like, they got their time to shine. You got to enjoy them. They got to be cool on screen, even if it wasn't flawless. It was so much goddamn fun. I fucking loved it. Zero Qs for Castlevania. Just fucking, just standing ovation. Loved it. Start to finish.
0: It was really good. And super unexpected. The whole Castlevania series felt like it kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah. Didn't see it coming. And I'm really glad that it did. So every, every season felt like that, didn't it?
2: Mm hmm.
0: I mean, a little bit, especially the first one. They're like, hey, we're going to do a Castlevania series on Netflix. And it's like, fucking why? <laughs> <laughs> well, like, well, that was awesome. It was well, four episodes of awesome. Yeah. No, the whole thing, the whole, the whole series was, was a lot of fun. And I'm very glad that it exists now.
2: Fuck yes. Uh, oh, which brings us to the uh, oh, what's the term? Not the speculation. Predictions. Um, predictions. Thank you. I, I don't have any. I, I you know I'm I really I loved Castlevania three. You know we said a whole episode about that. Uh, I've loved this series. We've just ranted about it for well over an hour. I have absolutely positively no idea where they would go with it next. I assume they would time jump into a few... Obviously, this is like the one of the oldest prequels in the Castlevania franchise. So, I assume they'll time jump. I'm guessing Alucard and, and fucking Dracula will be there. I honestly don't fucking know. And I don't really care because this was so great and I enjoyed all four seasons. This alone is just a wonderful package. Whether they do more, I don't even give a shit. It was great.
1: I want to yeah. see... Isaac basic Playhouse, basically Animal Crossing with a bunch of the monsters, and he goes to visit each of the monster neighbors <laughs> and tries to make them BFFs. That's the only thing I care about. I just want to see what Tony builds.
0: Okie dokie. <laughs> Series needs to open with the Animal Crossing theme. Oh god. <laughs>
2: Hello, oh, Bug Eyes. <laughs> and on that note dear listener thank you so very much for joining us i hope you watched this show before you listen to us but even if you didn't who cares go watch it it's awesome zach Ruley, th- uh, it's this really was like three plus years in the making um oh man just god this series was so much fun it was fun watching it. it was fun talking with you guys about it just fucking loved it thank you guys right on thanks tom Alright, and we'll be back next week to talk about stuff, things. I don't know if to find another topic. It's not Castlevania-related. Who knows? Ruli, what are we going to talk about next week?
1: I saw Something of the Dead. What's the other Netflix show? Oh, Army show of the Dead. Army. Yeah, I watched that, that one. So you should just watch the first 15 minutes and then your mileage may be Spoiler, <laughs> but the first 15 minutes are pretty awesome. Like, Tom, you, you you will love the first 15 minutes. What am I talking about? I, I know you will love this for, for a very specific reason. And after you see it, you'll be like, yeah.
0: Is it just Take Nataro? <laughs> yeah, that specific reason is Nataro. I've been telling is, people there, for years is, that I'm bisexual. Another, it turns out there is,
1: there is another reason, and I, I will tell you once you hear it, you will know what I'm talking about.
2: Okay, okay, noted. All right, dear listener, maybe another QQ review. Maybe I make no promises. Um, all right, cool guys. Thanks again,
0: and until next time, dear listener.
2: QQ. I don't know how many capital It's
0: just an organ note.
1: The end is coming!
2: Hey, dear listener, thank you so very much for joining us. If you like what you hear, check out our website at qq-cast.com. We have multiple types of podcasts, quests, news, reviews, and our choose-your-own-adventure podcast, The QQ Adventure. That website, again, is qq-cast.com. Now, please remember that all views and opinions expressed on the podcast are representative solely of the person expressing them, not of their friends and family, not of their coworkers or co-hosts, and certainly not of their employers, past, present, or future. Again, thank you for joining us, and thank you for respecting our individuality. (coughs)
0: Oh <coughs>